Hello, it's Ted Corliss. I'm a property insurance lawyer in the state of Florida. I'm reaching out to you to talk to you about a program we started a couple of weeks ago called Mask Mission. Hashtag Mask Mission will give you more information about a program designed to circulate N95 masks for free to people in the Tampa community. As of this morning, we have donated masks to more than 40 organizations in the Tampa area who have provided them to people who are at high risk of, of, of getting the COVID-19 virus. And these organizations are, are pretty obvious, or at least they should be. I'm talking about giving them to senior centers so that the seniors can protect themselves as well as each other. We've provided them to various organizations that provide emergency medical services, yet even though they provide them, they've had difficulty sourcing these masks. In addition to that, we've given them to individuals who, whose employees need to get back online because they're essential workers, or they're getting back online because it's essential to them to work again. The problem with the crisis has always been the lack of resources coming from the leadership at either a state or national level. And I'm not going to talk about politics today. What I'm here to talk to you about, though, is something very interesting that has happened. I have two very important employees who work for me who are spending time reaching out to people in the community. And for the most part, we get a reaction that is overwhelmingly positive. People are very excited that we're providing them the masks, irrespective of the cost, because they're having trouble getting the masks. But they want to give them to people because it's safer, and also the safer people are, the faster the world can get back online. But here's the interesting part. I have had no fewer than a dozen people tell me, either through email or phone calls, that N95 masks are actually not safe. They are apparently dangerous to individuals who are at a high risk for things like asthma or COPD or any kind of cardiovascular disruption that they might have in their regular life. And so I started doing a little bit of research. Is, is this crazy? Is, I've just given away 4,000, that's the number, 4,000 N95 masks. Should I have done that? And if I give you one, are you going to wear it? because you don't believe that they're safe. So let's let's go through this a little bit. Now, let me uh, admit something to you. I'm not a doctor. I'm a lawyer, which means I get to pretend I'm everybody. But right now, I'm not going to pretend to be a medical expert. What I'm going to do is let you know, first of all, who is promoting the idea of wearing N95 masks and what are they saying about this? Second of all, has anyone actually ever studied the issue of whether or not N95 masks are safe to wear over time? And if you are, in fact, questioning whether or not to wear an N95 mask, what is the real data point that you need to be able to accept that as the right thing to do? Because I do believe, and it is proven so far, that in areas where there is an increased use in N95 masks, there has been a flattening of the curve, as they say. So let's back up here. Who is it that is suggesting that we wear N95 masks? Well, I made a list of organizations that have specifically promoted the idea of wearing an N95 mask. The N95 mask is a, it's a, it's a paper cone mask and it has a small filter in it to allow air to escape. Okay, so 
That's probably why the American Medical Association is promoting the use of N95 masks during the COVID-19 crisis, as the same thing to be said for the American Lung Association and the American Heart Association. Those three organizations would probably end up counting greater than 95% of the medical professionals in the United States, and they are promoting the use of these. Now, why is that especially interesting? It's not so much that doctors know better. Many times they do. Sometimes they don't. I agree with that. But wait a second. Aren't they actually the ones in the highest risk of being exposed to the COVID-19? And do they wear masks? Well, let me suggest this to you. If you're about to have open heart surgery, I certainly hope that your surgeon is going to be wearing a mask. And it's probably going to be the same or similar to an N95. The problem that people are arguing about the N95, or not the N95 exactly, just any kind of mask, is that you don't exhale carbon dioxide as much and you can actually hyperventilate when you're wearing them. If you think about the last time a doctor, probably 10 minutes ago, did an open heart surgery somewhere in America, that doctor has a mask on. And do you know how long it takes to do an open heart procedure? I think about four hours. And so the doctor's gonna have that mask on for about four hours. And that would make you think that if the doctor can wear it for four hours, you can wear it for 40 minutes when you go to Target. That's really what the issue is, is that people are promoting the idea that wearing an N95 mask can hurt you because you might have some form of cardiovascular disease, like COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or maybe you have asthma. And so imagine the number of doctors that have those conditions, and they wear masks all the time. Same thing goes for people who fight forest fires. Even if they're not wearing an oxygen respirator, they might be wearing a mask in different areas to protect themselves. And I assure you, fires last longer than four, for four hours. So what we're really trying to understand here is, what is the basis for all of this? So, I mean, is there someone else other than these organizations who, are, who could examine this? Well, you see, this is not something that came up for the first time in January of 2020 when we were trying to face a global pandemic. This issue of the safety of wearing masks has been studied many, many times. And why is that? Because if you are in fact obligated to wear a mask in a working environment, that probably means that the Occupational Safety and Health Administration is probably involved, you know, OSHA. And so OSHA has studied this issue over time. I found studies that looked specifically at the ability of pregnant women to wear N95 masks. And the reason that matters is that pregnancy has a negative effect on your blood oxygen level. And it's for a very simple reason. As the baby begins to grow to term, it puts pressure up on your diaphragm. And that means that when you inhale as a pregnant woman, you are not taking in as much air and you are not exhaling as much oxygen as you would ordinarily. But 
the study I found on pregnant women indicated it had no negative long-term effect on the female, nor did it have any impact on the baby. And so that's got to be one of the more vulnerable individuals. Well, what about other individuals, again, who have COPD or asthma? You see, I spent two years working for the tobacco industry about 20 years ago. And I can tell you the idea of blood oxygen is essential, but blood oxygen is a factor of things such as how many breaths are you taking? How deep are your breaths? Are you exhaling completely? And what is your heart rate? You see, if, if you're walking and your body's not getting enough oxygen, either because you have some kind of illness or because you're wearing an N95 mask, your body adapts. Meaning, if you need more air, you breathe more times every minute. If you used to breathe a certain number of times in five minutes, now you're probably breathing more times. It's because your body is adapting. And if we looked at your heart rate, your heart rate probably went up a little bit. The other thing about this is people who wear N95 masks in the COVID-19 pandemic are not wearing them for 12 hours or four hours or two hours. Most of the time, these are people who are traveling from one destination to another. And when they're in the public sphere, they're wearing the mask. And when they're alone, they take the mask off. No one is promoting the idea that you sleep in your N95 mask. I agree. That probably would mean when you woke up in the morning, you'd have a headache. But it doesn't mean it's going to cause any kind of injury to you. So let's flip that around. Let's say you do have asthma. Let's say you have COPD and you're not wearing an N95 mask because you feel that it's dangerous. Hmm, interesting. Who would be the most vulnerable if they caught the COVID-19? Who would be in the highest risk of serious injury or death? It would be people with COPD and people with asthma. And so if you have asthma and you're not wearing an N95 mask, you are actually at the highest risk of mortality because the data shows if they look at the individuals who have in fact died from this, there is a preponderance of people who have in fact had a pre-existing medical condition like asthma or COPD. So if you're not wearing a mask because you have one of these conditions, I think it would be a really good idea to have a conversation with your doctor. And if your doctor is treating you for asthma or COPD, I suspect they're going to promote the idea of you wearing them. But if you're an older individual and a lot of people are throwing information at you and you're being confused, I'm going to encourage you to have a conversation with your doctor about this. And most older people do, in fact, see the doctor a little bit more than the average Joe. And so have that conversation with them. But one doctor I want you to be aware of that's supporting this is Dr. Fauci of the CDC, as does the Surgeon General of the United States. And that's a gentleman who's in the Trump camp, and we'll let that speak for itself in terms of what he thinks of all of this. But if the CDC and the Surgeon General think it's safe for you to wear masks temporarily, I'm going to promote the idea that it is, in fact, safe. And I'm still very excited about the mask mission that we've been on. Because 
I see so many people in the Tampa community or I've heard from people who are telling me that people are not taking the mask issue seriously. That's not going to stop me. I'm going to continue to promote and give away these masks. As fast as we get them in, we're getting them right back out the door. And you know an organization that you are either involved with or who provides services in your community whose individuals could be at a high risk for catching this condition. And, and we don't want that. In fact, we don't want it for them and we don't want it for the rest of us. The sooner we get this under the control that it needs to be in, the sooner we can move on and life will become normal again. But normal for a while is going to mean you might have to wear a mask. But I'm going to tell you right now that if you want to listen to some email that someone sent you or a meme on Facebook about the dangers of wearing masks, then I want you to pick up the phone and call a surgeon and ask them the longest period of time that they've worn an N95 mask. And, and when you're talking about children, uh, the children are different and, and not different that they don't have to wear masks. But children are not like you and me that I'm going to go to the grocery store and then come back. Maybe they'll stay home. That's why they're not wearing a mask. And you can't ask a three-year-old to understand that. And so you're going to have to manage the children. But when they are out in the, in, in the populace, you know, when they're out walking around, they're going to be fine when they're wearing a mask. And there's plenty of data to support that because we're human beings. We're resilient. We know how to breathe. It's one of the very first things you ever did. Remember when you, when you were born in the old days, the doctor would smack you on the buttocks to make you cry because they wanted you to breathe. And so from that day forward, you did all the breathing on your own and you're going to be just fine wearing the N95 masks. So what I want you to do is I want you to look in your contacts list. I want you to look around your community and you know somewhere in the Tampa area or anywhere through the state of Florida, someone needs this protection and I'm here to give it to them. So you've got a couple of options to find us. We have hashtag mask mission. The other hashtag is hashtag Corliss cares. That's me, Corliss. Or you can send me an email Service, S-E-R-V-I-C-E, at CorlissBarfield.com. I wish you the greatest level of comfort and safety as we work through this crisis. We're going to continue to do what we can to support the community and to assist all of the individuals that we come into contact with. My name is Ted Corliss. Be well.